well the last shines once again. Oh. Hi there. For the good of all. Our destiny awaits. Hey. Hello. How are you? Greetings. Hello and welcome to Control Alt Wow, the podcast for those of us who love World of Warcraft and love making many alts. I'm Aprilian and today is Sunday, December 2nd, 2007, and this is episode 45 entitled Play Your Own Way. And today with me I have my co-host, Glanther. Hello everyone, I'm uh, Glanther from the Earth and Ring server. And let's get started. Okay, so the title of the show today is Play Your Own Way, and before we get into what we've been doing, I thought I'd just go over why we decided to title the show this way, this, that name, and it, it came from the fact that um, I've had several conversations and forum threads that kind of question certain aspects of my particular gameplay, and I found that maybe it would be nice to talk about why people play the way they do. Uh, yeah, like I play completely differently than um, a brilliant uh, plays. I'm very uh, methodical and very, um, I'm like very kind of wishy-washy, very exploratory. A brilliant is very goal goal-based and has a lot of uh, dual boxing experience. But we're going to go over that a little bit later. But we thought it'd be good to kind of just have two different perspectives and just let people know that there are other you know ways out there to play well, the game. If you read the forums or if you um listen to other sources there are some people that play to me there's there's many levels let's start with maybe the first level which would be like somebody that just goes in and explores and you know plays maybe once a week and maybe spends an hour or two because there's got to be a a number of the population who does that that's uh basically me during the holiday season yeah so (laughs) and then you have the person at the other end of the spectrum who reads all the books or reads all the stuff online and um, totally knows about uh, the, the path to go. You got to go here. You got to play this instance and then do this instance. You have to have this gear. You have to have this, you know, and they explore the best gear to have. And, you know, there's even some people who follow um, leveling guides. and Well, the number crunchers. Right, yeah. And then in between there are people who... Just explore. Uh, one of the things that was curious was that somebody was curious about was the fact that I was leveling several hunters, and why was I leveling a hunter when I had already leveled a, a hunter to 62, and I had a hunter at night at 17 that I was uh, uh, twinking out, and it just never occurred to me that I couldn't do this, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and you know I just like to try different combinations. I like to to start over and see if maybe I could get this person uh, this kind of gear. or And also, a lot of this, the different alts I have have different professions. So I don't really have, even though I have a hunter, it's a, it's a hunt, I have one hunter that's a hunter leather worker and uh, skinner. Then I have another hunter that's a skinner and miner. So that's mm-hmm. my main gathering. And then I have a twink um, hunter who is a engineer and a... Um, Enchanter, specifically for twinking reasons, because you know we, you you run certain instances and you end up with a lot of greens, and um, the engineering is supposed to be good for twinks because you can make those um, goggles or and yeah. different uh, things that work well in BGs. So um, there are so many different ways of playing uh, World of Warcraft. Don't let anyone try to tell you that there's a specific way that you have to stick to. As long as you're having fun, isn't that the bottom line? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, when we get into, um, like, when we talk about what, we, what we've been doing, um, as I'm kind of explaining uh, what I'm going to be doing, you're going to see that my, my style is, is very casual uh, right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be serious. Of course, if your goal is to be in a raiding guild and you want to be keyed with all these um, different instances, Karazhan or whatever then you're going to want to be doing things a certain way and have a certain level of gear. But I don't think you'd probably be listening to <laughs> Control yeah. Alt-Wow 
Because we're kind of like for the in-betweens and the lower the in-between. Well, I've also found that probably the people that do a lot of the uh, reading guilds, they, I can't imagine that they would have a lot of time to do a lot of different alts. Right. Because you, to get those kinds of characters, you need to spend focus. a lot of time and really focus in on them. I know people that have like two or three seventies, but I don't know people that have 10, 15 seventies. Right, right. And po- most people that, there are a lot of people out there, that's another way that people play, is that they have one character. And, and that's, that's it. What, that's yeah. it. And I just find that kind of bizarre because <laughs> I think a lot of the things with and I've mentioned this in previous podcasts a lot of the things that Blizzard is doing is aimed at people sharing whatever they get with their other alts you have the ability to make 10 characters you have the ability to po- populate different realms mm-hmm. seems to me that it that Blizzard wants you to be able to explore all sorts of levels of the gameplay and not just stick with one person one character one race and exactly. one yeah. profession one well two professions and one um, um you know warrior with class it just seems kind mm-hmm. of waste well i mean sometimes the game is a, a really big game so some people i could imagine would would just rather focus in on on one on one character and just explore every aspect of that character or they may not be interested in trying to get all that, you know, trying to soak in everything about the game. Well, if you just do one character, and not to fault anybody, and like I said, you can play any way you want to, but I think some of the people that do find that they are limited by um, World of Warcraft or are frustrated with it, maybe it's because they do play just one character and they play it all the way to the end and then they win, I'm doing air quotes, (laughs) they win World of Warcraft. You know, and then they run out of things to do. One of the things that makes me think that Blizzard does want you to have alts is um, I'm out in Angora Crater and I'm a hunter and I'm level 54 and I'm killing fifty level 53 through level 56 mobs mm-hmm. and a level 49 cloth pants drops. Green. So that makes me think, I mean, if I'm a level 49, I'm not going to be out there. <laughs> Yeah. In Angora Crater. So it makes me think that either A, they want you to be able to pass things on to alts. And of course, there's always the auction house, which Mm -hmm. I think is an integral part of the whole World of Warcraft experience. So we're going to get all back to that. And we're going to, throughout this uh, podcast, we'll be talking about ways, focusing on different ways of playing and, and encouraging anyone who's been going one particular path to maybe try a different path. Especially if you find that you're not satisfied with your gameplay. Because yeah. there's so much to World of Warcraft. I just realized in October, I celebrated my second year of playing World of Warcraft. Yep, November was my um, second year. Yeah, and I have no level 70 characters. <laughs> I have one level uh, 61, almost 62. And that brings us into what we've been doing. Okay, so what we've been doing. Um, I guess I should go first because somebody hasn't been playing at all. <laughs> very, very barely. Yeah. But um, and I do have some stuff, but yeah. go ahead, April. And I, I have to tell you, Glantha, that kind of makes me kind of not nervous or just a little bit, not sad, but it's just the thought of not being able to play for a bunch of days in a row just is like, ah. <laughs> So what I've been doing, well, of course I have been on a bunch of alts. I have Ardrian and um, Aprilian. Aprilian is my level 34 warlock, oops, sorry, and Ardrian is my level 30 hunter. They were twins that started at the same time, but, uh, you know, leveling up a warlock just seemed a little bit, it seemed to be going faster for me. And I've, but I got them out into Stranglethorn Vale. And I have been having the best time. Um, Aprilian is a has herbalism, and she's been just you know increasing her, her herbalism with all the stuff out there. And Aprili, uh, I mean, um, Adrian has been skinning his butt off and having just such a good time. 
I hear people complain about Stranglethorn Vale. I don't know what that's about. I, just, I love Stranglethorn Vale. It's like a it's like a feast of mobs. You can't walk three feet without finding a mob. And so it's like you don't have to go look for anything. You know, it's mm-hmm. right there. And for dual boxing, it's great because we can, we have enough to just go for it. And it was, it's just, you know, getting out there to Nessing Way and finding all those little gold exclamation points. Just, <laughs> it just does me, just lifts my spirit. And then I love, I love the sounds. I love the, you know, speaking of sounds, I want to talk about this. <laughs> I had a dream the other night that I was in Ratchet and it was Ratchet to every detail, but it was real life. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Getting ready for the movie, right? It was so awesome. There was that path that comes down the hill from crossroads with the trees and then there was the buildings and the pier and the boat and the, you know, everything, the little um, goblins and everything was so cool. But anyways, that's, that could be an indication that I do indeed play too much WoW. Has anybody else um, had any dreams where everything was kind of transformed into real life? I'd love to hear about them and hear where they were and everything. And you can write us at controlaltwow at gmail.com. That's C-T-R-L-A-L-T-W-O-W at gmail.com. You can also visit our website at controlaltwow.com. <laughs> but, okay, what else have I been doing? Well... I uh, did some stuff with um, my rogue because I want to try to get her up. And it's because she's a level um, 36, I think, rogue. And I want her to get into lock picking. And also, you know, the, the key point or key goal for all of these alts, Audrian, Aprilian, and uh, um, Vale, is to uh, get them to a point where they can ride. <laughs> Because, mm-hmm. you know, walking really gets tiresome after a while. Um, and Vale went into um, Cargath, the Badlands. She had some quests. That, those ones where they these people want you to get stuff for them. And, you know, it's really neat about having alts is that I, I know that she's going to need a gyromatron. So my engineer had one in the guild vault. Oh, and the guild vault... We're going to focus on that lately, later on. But it's really great because, especially if you're um, an altaholic, and I hope, I have a little bit of fear that the guild vaults might just be for altaholics instead of for guilds because, well, we'll talk about this in the guild vault section a little bit later. But um, the one neat thing is that you can actually put something in the vault where one person's in one town and another alt's in another town and they instant another person in another town, and the item is instantly in the vault and instantly accessible mm-hmm. by the other person. So it's like you know, speedo mail, FedEx, or <laughs> whatever. Without thirty copper. Right, without thirty copper. Yeah, yep, exactly. I mean, as much as it's nice to do the multiple mailing thing, you're still paying thirty copper per item, so that can add up. So the other thing that I've been really working on is I have Real Fire, who is a level 54, and she's getting ready to ding 55, and I want to get her to 58 because I want her to Outlands. go to Outland. I want to dual box in Outland. I've been I've had out really in Outland, and she kind of likes it, but you know I think that I'm kind of addicted to dual boxing, and so even though she's out there and she's having a good time, she's got uh, one of those two-headed uh, vultures, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat. And as a pet, and she, but she's, I really want to have somebody else out there. So I've been pushing her. I, I put, uh, I've been going through Real Fire's uh, whole log of uh, quests and trying to finish them off because, you know, you can end up with a bunch of open ones. She did some, she went up into Fellwood. Uh, she's got, did some stuff in um, Angora Crater. So hopefully soon she'll ding 58 and she'll be able to go to Outland. And the other thing I did was I got the flight path for uh, Awari, who's my engineer. She needed to level up her engineering and um, she needed to get to Thralmar. So I actually had somebody summon her to Thralmar. So if you have somebody who needs um, like over 300 or up to 300, I think it's 275. Uh, is it RT? It's higher than, it's master. 
Artisan. Artisan. I was in higher than... No, what's higher than Artisan? Oh, ma- uh, Master is higher yeah, than Artisan. right. So y- you need Thralmar. And the neat thing about Patch 2.3 is that when you are looking for a trainer, you know how you can put profession trainer? Yep. You can put bank. Well, it only shows you the profession trainer that's applicable to, to you. you, which is really cool, but you have to be aware of that because if you're looking... If you have an alt and you're looking for a trainer for just trying to figure it out, the... Unless you have the same professions, they're not going to be able to see in the mini map the the uh, trainer. Um, so we ended up getting out there. Uh, I had Real Real Fire come out too because Real Fire has the flight path from Shat. Of course, all my alts are Hearth and Shat, which mm-hmm. makes everything so easy. And then she was able to do up her leather worker. Oh, she got that uh, that the chat. It's a what do you call it? It's chat. It's a bag. Mm-hmm. What's the name for bag? Like, uh, satchel. Oh, Sorry, okay. I was having a brain freeze. She got the satchel for the leather workers, which gives them 20 slots for carrying leather. Really? Which was a new thing, I think. I think it was patch 2.3. Right. Yes. Yeah, How much does that go for in the auction house? I don't know, but it, it, and the materials aren't that heavy. It's fell hide and some not hide leather and some rune stone. Um, so she learned how oh. to do that, and now she can hold 20 hides. She can also hold salt this, and uh, thread mm-hmm. and a lot of other materials in it. So it's a nice little bag. So it'll be, in, I haven't, so, I don't think I sold any yet. That should be interesting to see. I think it might go for about 20 gold. Oh, okay. You know, I haven't, sometimes it's good to check out the materials versus, but you know, when you're leveling up, you're just happy to make something. And you don't even think about, well, I spent so much for that. Thing. And I couldn't find any Feldhide on um, the auction house on the Horde side. So I had my uh, alt, who's the alt, uh, the auction house for Alliance. She found some, mm-hmm. and she had been making some money. So, And I found that lately that it's easier to transfer goods over rather than trying to transfer money over. Because yeah. you, lose, you lose money when you put money on the auction house. Yeah. Uh, if you try to sell... A chunk of bread for a hundred gold. You, the recipient or the person who's selling the bread, only gets eighty-five gold. Mm-hmm. So it's better to transfer over items. So, um, what else? I think that's about it. Oh, oh, I know what I was gonna say. So Iwari got summoned into um, Thralmar, and then I decided to try to get the flight path mm-hmm. back to to Shat, so that you know she doesn't have to do a summoning. Because this was her second time getting summoned. She got. Uh, she is a engineer and a miner so she got summoned out to Thralmar so she could mine mm-hmm. uh, over 300 and there was still some recipes that she needed so I thought well we'll run all the way to back to Shat and I thought it was Centurion uh, was the flight path that was the center one you know if you've ever noticed at every flight path from one end of the continent to the other there's one central flight path that connects you to all the others. For instance, yep. if you get Crossroad and then you get um, to Norris, then you can fly to all the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get Cargoth and Undercity and Sep- and Tyron Mill, if you get Cargoth, then you can fly from Undercity all the way down to uh, Booty Bay mm-hmm. and Gromgall Base. So I thought that Sonarian Watch or whatever, Sonarian something. Okay, Sonarian Refuge. Sorry about that. Anyways, it turns out that I didn't have to go to Sonarian Refuge. That all I had to do was run to Falcon Watch. Uh, Iwari died a couple of times. It's funny, Real Fire is 54, and she didn't die at all. Iwari was 47, <laughs> so she died a little bit. But once she got Falcon Watch, she was able to fly right to Shaq. I know this seems like not a big deal, but to me, I thought... I just think I remembered the last time I was trying to get all my flight path in Outland that I had to run all the way through those jungle things mm-hmm. and um, the, the swamp part <laughs> where you have to watch for the bridge or you end up in the water and something kills you. So that was kind of neat. So now Iwari can just fly to Shat, I mean to Thralmar from Shat and get more training. And I guess that's the last of what I've been doing. Um, I've been having a lot of fun with my guild, Alea Agdas. Oh, and I can't forget Lathan. I've been on there, and I've been doing... I haven't been doing any um, questing, because I'm still waiting for 
you me to get on yeah yeah i do want to do a shout out to alador uh he is our new guild mate and our only guild mate on the thon he came out and joined us and he listens to the podcast so we will be on more and maybe we can get together and play and but mostly what i've been doing on the thon is making money mm-hmm. <laughs> i was able to pay for the guild bank uh you know and it's funny because i'm falling back on my old trade of dragon hawk hatchlings mm-hmm. also blue moth i mean um the moths in exodor and uh one other thing but i forgot but um the thing that's really helping and again patch 2.3 if you go to ah there's now a miscellaneous tab and under the miscellaneous tab there is a pet tab so I don't think there was a pet tab no, before. There wasn't. So if you were looking for a pet, you had to know about the pet and look for a specific pet. I do know there's a few captured. There was a captured firefly on there for a thousand gold. Have you seen those? No. Yeah, that's a pet that obviously is a firefly, and you can only get those in Outland, and they're very rare. Although I've seen a couple of them on the auction house, and it's and at one time I think I saw two of them from the same guy. So I guess he's been really lucky farming them mm-hmm. but uh, so that's kind of cool you can get pets you can look for pets it's so all that makes selling pets even better and that's what i've been doing so now glance is going to entertain you with what he's been doing what i've been doing well i i work in the uh retail industry so uh, around this time of year i get extra hours at at work um so i haven't been able to play as much as i'd like and to kind of compound everything on top i'm gonna say something is a little uh, scandalous, and that um, I've actually been playing another game oh my. from time to time. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry, brilliant. Um, for any of you out there who um, are familiar um, with the uh, Xbox 360, there was a uh, game that came out called um, Mass Effect, which is a science fiction uh, role-playing game from um, a company called BioWare, and they're the same company that makes or that made the uh, Knights of the Old Republic okay. games. Um, and it's just, they, they're a really great game company. And so is this an MMORPG? Or is this it, no, one it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those solo games so that you play it once and then it's, then it's done kind of thing. Um, and uh, the reason why I bring it up is because um, one of the things that I've always found, and one of the things I like about um, WoW, is it's always going to be there, and it's always nice to, to kind of go back to it. But sometimes taking a vacation, you know, from playing that as an exclusive form of entertainment, when you come back to it, you realize just how much you missed it. And I'll talk a little bit about that um, a little bit later in the show when I talk about re-entry into um, Azeroth. And speaking of Azeroth, this is a totally non-sequitur, but I just want to let people know about this because I thought this is so very funny. Um, for any of you out there who are Apple users, or even people who aren't Apple users, you may have heard about something called the iPhone. Well, um, <laughs> on the on the iPhone, you have uh, as you're typing, they have an auto correct feature that will you know spell out words for you and and, uh, and capitalize them if they're like a proper proper noun. And I've been finding over the the course of using mine that there are all sorts of um, geeky references on there because you can imagine that the people that work for Apple must be really, really geeky. Um, so, for example, if you type in Jedi, it capitalizes it. Um, and uh, I was texting a brilliant about um, the show and I was talking about, you know, going to Azeroth and Outland and things like that. And I found that they are spelled to it. They're auto, they auto-populate and they're spelled correctly. If you type in Azeroth, not only will it complete the word for you, but A-Z-E-R... Azeroth comes up with a capital A. Oh, how cool is that? So there are, there are people on the iPhone team who are World of Warcraft uh, fanatics as well. So. Oh, can I interject one little yes, Apple yes, thing? Yes, yes, of course. Um, and some of you may or may not know, in January, there's this thing called Macworld in San Francisco. And I'm going to be attending it. So if anyone's interested in maybe that who's going that's interested in connecting or maybe even doing a mini podcast from uh, Macworld, uh, you know, uh, just give me a holler, you know, control at gmail.com. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. Yay, Macworld. Okay. Um, but when I was playing, I, I decided that um, when I'm not working on, uh, when I'm not on the thon playing with um, Brilliant, and what I do is I, I log on. If she's not, if she's not on online on the thon and she's working with her other alts, then I go back to 
um, Earthen Ring, and I, and I go to Glanther, who's my level 63 um, dwarf, and I, I am... Is that a, different, a new horde class? What? Oh, dwarf. Oh, that's an alliance. I'm sorry. Oh, oh, boo. <laughs> boo. But um, I am going to get a level 70 character eventually. But I've decided the only way to get to a level 70, and I want to have a level 70 before Lich King comes out, is to just take Glanther and just just play him. You know, and if I, if I level once every month, you know, that's fine. If it takes me six, seven more, you know, months to, to level him to level 70. What level 70, is he now? He's, level, he's halfway to level 64. Okay. Um, but I found that if you just start to grind and just do the quests... That it, it really does it really does help a lot, um, and it really does does go a lot quicker than I than I thought. Um, so when I did play um, Glanther, I played him for about um, six hours on one of my uh, days off, and um, he was able to get from level um, sixty like uh, like almost sixty three to um, halfway to sixty four. So I, I did basically like half a level worth of stuff. Um, in about six hours, and I finally was able to go through Zangamarsh because I hadn't gotten past Hellfire Peninsula, really. But I finally was able to go to Zangamarsh and Terracar Forest, and I just was having so much fun because it was like a brand new game because I'd never gone out that that far because I had gotten Glanther to Hellfire Peninsula, and then I decided to start up Alaris, who's my level forty-five Drawn Eye Paladin. But that was back in old vanilla WoW. And so I, I had been going through stuff that I'd already kind of explored before in many Can ways. Can we pause one second? Sorry. Okay, sorry about that. My mom was on the phone, and I don't like to... Yeah, mothers always take priority over World of Warcraft. It's very hard. You can ignore a lot of phone calls, but it's very hard to ignore the ones from your mom. <laughs> yeah, you're like, ooh. <laughs> I guess that's a good thing. So go ahead. You were talking about running through Outland and how much... Oh, yeah, different. but... It, but uh, like Zangamar, um, Zangamar, sure. Oh man, it's on the tip of my tongue. But it's just a, it's just a fantastic um, zone. And because I'm a hunter and I have the easy button, I was able to go and just clear through all of the Naga and just get through lots of quests. And there was one quest I remember um, where you had to to kill an elite um, Strider, like a Swamp Strider named Boglash. And uh, I was looking around for him. I was trying to find him. And uh, I remember I turned around, and, and he was right there. And he, I had already... Uh, he stuck up behind me, and, and I had already um, generated threat because I had stepped too close to him. And I barely managed to make it out alive. But thank goodness for my, for my pet cat, uh, I was able to um, survive because she did have to die to save me. Um, Aww, oh, sweet. But the great thing is that I have reserva uh, re reservations, Reserv <laughs> resurrection for my pets, so. Yeah, that's kind of neat. So how many pets do you have on this Glanther? Well, right now on Glanther, I have, um, I have just dwarf thingy. I have just um, just one, really. I have my, my pet cat. Like, I know, that, I know that hunters are supposed to have multiple pets in order to have, um, like, optimal, um, to have optimal play uh you know play get options new skills. yeah get new yeah. skills stuff like that but with um but with me my my cat's name is isis which is the name of my real cat and so i i think it's kind of like funny it's like an inside joke for myself when i'm playing it's part of like my character like my dwarf is like he's like he's like this big burly guy with like a big battle axe and guns but like my joke is that he's a cat person you know because he has like a pet cat and he has a companion Who's also a cat, okay, cat. Okay. and um, I've been thinking. What's your cat's name? The cat, the, the cat's name is Isis. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. It's a it's a black cat, and. Um, Which would you get him from? Is he a elite cat or just a? No, no, no. It was a it was a panther from Stranglethorn Vale. Oh, you're kidding! No, does he no. have prowl though? He has prowl. Oh yeah, they yeah. have yeah. Like a stealth thingy. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of neat. Which is great um, with Eyes of the Beast because I can go and do Eyes of the Beast and and, and, and prowl, prowl and go exploring. Right. Yeah. Up and, ahead. But it's, it's, sometimes it's scary though because you hear that sound and you're like, what? Oh, oh, my pet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry, I keep interjecting. No, no, that's what that's what the podcast is for. But um, I also went down to Terracar Forest and was playing around in there and and I've been doing a lot of skinning. There's a lot of um. A lot of um, 
warp striders that um, are there that give you great XP as well as. Wait a minute, you skin, but but your alliance. Yes. <laughs> Did you know that hordes hordes think that alliance don't know how to skin? Really? Oh gosh, I have nothing but I, whenever I go to Stranglethorn Vale or Shimmering Flat. Or even um, the crater. I'm always running behind Alliance and like skinning all this these corpses that they leave behind. And then I run up to them and I go slash thank you because <laughs> I don't think it's really. Well, I I didn't know that that that, okay. that maybe, was something. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought maybe they all. I can't. I, I don't know how to do. Yeah. Or whatever. But I just didn't think they knew how to skin. Oh, there and are so many mages on the alliance side. Maybe so that's why. many mages. Yeah, maybe there's a glut of leather. But I, I, it's kind of weird for me to hear an alliance that skin. Yeah. And uh, although I did find a couple that did skin, and if, well, I've been in the crater and in Shimmering Flats where I would run up to an alliance character and right after they looted. I'd steal their skin. Oh, that was so good. Oh, <laughs> evil, evil. So, what level skin is Glanther? Glanther. Uh, uh, he's a, he's a, Glanther is a um, three hundred and fifteen. Okay, that's pretty good. So, he's, is he doing fell hide or? Well, the thing is, is that I I do fell hide, but mm. I'm also a leather worker, but I'm only two twenty five leather working mm. because I I just never I never got past it. I make too much money selling the skins mm -hmm. so i go and I, I collect fell hide and not hide leather and not hide scraps and i sell them and um i'm all, i'm at like 200 something gold you can do heavy not like not hide um because i know the recipe is taught from somebody in thralmar downstairs well you there. you have to have the you have to have a prerequisite for leather working before you can be taught that recipe right so my at 225 I'm, oh. I'm only at 225 for leather oh, working. So oh. I do the skinning just so I can sell it, so I can make money. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Cause I, I want to be able to eventually get, um, finally get my uh, fast mount. So can you can you combine um, scraps? No. I you can't combine the scraps. scraps no, I can't do. I can't right, really yeah, do just, anything with the leather I get from Outline, but okay. it's a lot. It makes good money. Yeah. It's funny because I always think of, I guess, because I have the leather work and the skinner, I'm confusing some of their. Yeah. Have you, can you, um, have you, are you at the, level, at the level where you can transmute, um, not transmute, but turn, use a salt shaker? Um, I, I've I never, I've never tried. Right. I've always been, I've always, um, bought my salt. I've always purchased my salt. Your deep rock, your, okay. Yeah. Well, the thing is that it's a three day cooldown. <laughs> yeah. It's a very long time. Right. And what happened was with me was I had stockpiled even before I got to the level where I could actually cure the rugged hide that you needed the the transmuted, whatever, I forget what it's called, but it's the yellow salt after you mm -hmm. change it. Um, I had already done so many. And the neat thing about the salt shaker is not bind on pickup or use, so you can actually use it and pass it around. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and the cooldown is only on the person. It's not on the shaker. <laughs> that's actually pretty, it's pretty, that's pretty neat. Yeah. So if you know a bunch of leather workers, you can pass this salt shaker around, and 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 then you know everybody can. And it comes back to you at the end, and you can put it back away in the guild bank or whatever, or, or your own bank. Yeah. 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 Okay. So um, anything else you've been doing? Um, on um my character on uh, the fawn, I I've played just a couple of just a couple of hours. I'm almost at level sixteen. When I get to level 16, I'm going to leave Blood Mist Isle just for a little bit, and I'm going to go and get my um, aquatic form. Mm. I believe that you can do aquatic form at level 16. Um, I'm, I'm really going to be excited about level 20, because that's when I get cat form, because then I can kind of pseudo-play a rogue. Right, because you, you can stealth. Because you can stealth, and you get combo points, things like that, because I've tried playing a rogue before, and I, they're really hard to play if you're used to hunters and warlocks and things like that. Um... But the great thing about it, I really like the druid so far because he's kind of like a little bit of every class. Right. He's like a warrior. He's kind of like a mage. He's kind of like a um, um, a rogue. So. And he's his own pet. And he has his and he, yeah he has his own pet. So. <laughs> eventually, eventually, I know that um, Loonpaw, who's the druid on Lathan on the PvP server, he's going to be a balanced druid. 
So he's going to be able to shapeshift into the um, moon. Moonkin form. And he's going to have Treant pets. So he's going to have the ability to summon three different um, little helpers oh, that cool. are going to come in. Um, and the same thing that eventually um, my uh, Palinor, who's my blood elf mage, who's on Earthen Ring, he's eventually going to be um, a- an ice mage, and he's going to have that water elemental he's going to be able to summon. And how old is, what level is Palinor? A uh, Palinor, he's like only like level 20, like level 20 something. Can he port an Aryan, or did he get one, does he, I thought you get one portal. Or... Oh yeah, yeah, he, he, he can go to Agrimar, he can go to... Um, it, you can teleport to Agrimar, to Undercity, and to Silvermoon. Okay. You can do everyone I'm, except for a Thunder Bluff. I'm thinking uh, of starting a mage. The they're, fact they're pretty I, powerful. Yeah, in fact, I started one on Lathon named Maggie. Maggie the mage? <laughs> Maggie but the mage. But, unfortunately, it's a... Um, it's an alliance. Well, not unfortunately, but I figured it's a, because of the PvP server that mm-hmm. having a mage on a PvP server would probably be very instrumental. Oh, yeah. Like, mages, they cast a lot of damage. If you can get, once you get close to them, then they're dead. Right. But they like, are cloth. Yeah, but by the time, the, the trick is, is trying to get near them. <laughs> because between the best thing they have, they have the, the super secret weapon. That's not even secret because everyone knows about it. But their um, arcane explosion, mm-hmm. which is just like a uh, area of effect spell that radiates out, that has a very short cooldown time. Oh. And so in battlegrounds, you see mages just jumping around, just arcane explosion, arcane explosion, arcane explosion, and they just take people down left and right. Wow! So very very cool. All right, so we're gonna pause for a second and go into the next segment. Okay, I wanted to quickly go over some stuff about the guild banks. Because that was one of the big things in patch 2.3. I have to admit that from... When they first started talking about guild banks, I didn't understand why people wanted them so badly. I think guilds are nice and sharing stuff is good, but there's all sorts of things, loopholes that can happen with a guild bank. And I've been in guilds where somebody... Where the uh, guild master had a hissy fit and broke up the guild. I remember logging on one day and it was the most sad feeling to log on and find out you don't have a guild tag. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you're, you're doing, you, you click on your guild thing and all of a sudden you're not in a guild because you, know, you, you do this normal thing, you get on and look for your guild members and, and then I started to look for people in my guild and there was no such guild and then everybody start then I looked on my friends list and I found some of my guild mates and we're whispering back and forth and so I just didn't understand why everybody was so into wanting this guild bank because it seemed to me that it, unless well, what would happen if the guild disbanded would everything inside the bank go just disappear well this brings me to the whole thing about the problem with the guild there's been two different there's a bug in the guild banks right now where people who had a certain level of guild access on a previous guild is invited into a new guild and they retain that access instead of automatically going back to being whatever access they were assigned by the guild. So say you owned a guild and then you joined, you disbanded and you joined another guild. Well, now you ha- you have the same power as the guild master. And that's a bug that Blizzard's supposed to be working on. Um, the instance.net, which is the... Also, the uh, originators of the guild, Alea Iacta S on the uh, Earth and Ring server, goes into a lot about this. So if you uh, subscribe to the instant.net or if you're interested in learning more about it, go to the instance.net and look at their last episode. I think it's called Guild Bank Robbery or something like that. But the other problem that some people have been having with guild banks is that um, one these were written on the forums, I think. One person... One guild had somebody whose guild master's account was taken over by somebody else, by a friend. Oh, no, I think they sold the guild. They sold the account. I'm sorry, not the guild. They sold the account, and then the the person who bought the account now had access to all the, what was in the guild, in the bank, and stole a bunch of stuff and gold. In another case, um, somebody's... Uh, sister or someone took over somebody's account and took stuff out of the guild bank 
And then in another case, a, a guild officer or a guild master was taking bags <laughs> that were high-level bags and replacing them with low-level bags. And somebody called them on it and then they said, oh, okay, sorry, I didn't know people would be watching. And this, to my to me, is not a bug. It's just the fact that... Well, this, well if you call human nature a bug. Right, yeah. yeah. Social engineering. Um, anytime you have a bunch of valuable stuff and you have a bunch of people, you're going to have a, a situation where someone can take advantage of it. And that's why I really think that guild banks might just be for us all to holics. Because, of course, you know, I mean, I trust myself. <laughs> and I have a guild bank on uh, Earth and Ring. The guild that I have all my alts on is called uh, We Live to Serve. And I managed to have enough, raise enough gold to have two tabs. And it's been working out great because I can put stuff in there. Uh, one of the things that I've needed and have had a hard time moving around off of the bank alt was the cloth for the, um, what's the thing where you go to, the quartermaster. So you can get reputation mm -hmm. for certain factions. I will run into, uh, now there's a tr the troll uh, in the mage area. When you pour it into Ogrimmar, mm -hmm. before there was only one one uh, quartermaster in the um, uh, leatherworking mm -hmm. trainers area, where you could turn in cloth to get um, faction points for uh, fun for um, Ogrimmar, which mm -hmm. was actually with the uh, orcs. Well, now the troll has somebody there that you can now drop stuff off, which I know because I saw the the um, yellow question. I mean, mm -hmm. the yellow exclamation mark. So now she. She, uh, all my alts who are qualified can now go to her and turn in wool and silk and then rune cloth for the dark spirit trolls. For the dark spirit trolls. Okay, so before I had to like figure out, okay, who has sixty rune cloth? Who has sixty wool? Now I just dump everything in the bank. All they have to do is go up to the bank, pull out what they need, and bam, it's they're done. Mm -hmm. You know, and vice versa. Anybody that has extra cloth can dump it in. Now, it's not as easy as it seems because there's a lot of uh, work to managing the uh, tabs and I just, I find it daunting to think of a guild with a bunch of, you know, this is just me. Yeah. You know, if, if there were 20, 50, 100 other hands involved in this, it seemed to me it would be very confusing. First of all, you get 96 tabs on one page. They're all combined into dual columns of 14 so it's like seven four seven mm -hmm. uh, chunks of 14 tabs or two rows of seven the thing that's daunting about it is keeping everything organized um you know you right click and stuff goes into the bank mm -hmm. well then you have cloth over there gold over there and the thing that you want to do to optimize each one of these slots is to have a full stack mm -hmm. so if you had 12 uh, mage weave cloths on one tab and six mage weave cloth on another tab, you're, you're hogging up two spots mm -hmm. for something that could go together. So unless you somehow delegate someone as to add stuff or, or someone as an organizer, it's going to be chaos. Yeah. This, and this is just two tabs on a small group of, what, I have 15 alts maybe, maybe 12 alts that are using this. So I can imagine on a, on a bigger guild it must be chaos. Uh, if you have uh, either an alt guild that you're using the the uh, vault the guild vault on, or if you're part of a guild who is making use of the guild vault and as it was intended, I would love to hear from you. Please write us at controlaltwow at gmail dot com. The other thing that um, that's kind of neat that Blizzard did is that you can monitor your guild vault from the armory. Yes, you can. You can yeah. log in and. Um, if you select your guild and then log into the guild tab, uh, click on the guild tab or the guild log, they'll automatically ask you to log into your character, to your screen name of your, whichever account has is part of that guild. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're like me, whichever account. Of course, most people just have one account, mm -hmm. so you would just log into your account and then you would have access to what whatever level of access you have on your character. So I thought that was kind of neat. And it does keep track of what's going on, but still, 
I'm experimenting with ways of logging that information or taking that information off the website and maybe putting it in a spreadsheet. It doesn't work very well because when you go to capture the information, some of it's an icon. Mm -hmm. So there's a column for the form of the transaction, whether it's a subtraction or whether it's a plus. And currently it's an icon with a little minus if it's a subtraction and a plus if it's an addition, but it doesn't translate into a text. Yeah, so the, it's a JPEG image or a GIF image. Right. Like that. So when you go to select the, the whole page and you paste it into a spreadsheet, you're missing those two columns. And you, you have the column in the spreadsheet, but there's the information's not there, so everything else is moved over if you mm -hmm. know anything about spreadsheets. But it's nice that that information is there, and I'm sure someone will figure out some way that you could export it into. It probably would be a, um, an add-on or interface right. edition. Right. Or even probably something maybe like um, RPG Outfitter that takes that information and makes it available. I haven't um, updated their website yet. I've downloaded the add-ons. I haven't transferred any data, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Guild Vault. Mm. Okay, so now let's go into our next segment which is going to be re-entry re-entry and back to basics mm -hmm. so this is something that i've uh that i've been experiencing recently um kind of with my decreased level of, of playtime and also you know going back and forth between two different um um role-playing sure. worlds so um let me go and just take a look at my notes here and um all oh, right so a couple of things that i found um have really helped me kind of get back into the mood because you don't it's not so much like you're out of practice but you need to kind of get reacclimated into into the game in, ter in terms of getting the feel of it again like people that play all the time like they know where all like the keys are on the keyboard and they know um like where all of their particular hot keys are for their character because you can have lots of different toolbars all over your screen you can have different interface layouts and um, you almost get like a um, memory, like a muscle memory reaction to it sometimes. Like you can say, you need to go cast a spell and you've already pressed shift two or shift three to get down to that toolbar of spells and you've already pressing that number key there. But um, after a little while away from that, you lose that muscle memory. Especially if you're cheating with another game. Oops. 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 But um, <laughs> one of the things that um, I found was really great is to just go to any capital city and then just start to challenge people for like duels and uh it's the whole point is for you to lose miserably because they're going to be people that are you know going to be really really good and they're, they're going to you know usually kick kick you in the in the behind but it's great for you to be able to practice with your key keyboard layout again without having to go out into the world where all the mobs are and die because you can't really practice your spells on like entry level mobs or mobs that aren't going to kill you because you're not practicing those um, spells and abilities that you're going to be using at whatever level you are um, and that just works for me but I mean it may not work for everyone but I, I found it worked really well for me so there is a purpose to dueling. I just it's not just teenage boys annoying you in outside of Ogremar, huh? No, but see <laughs> see those teenage boys are good because they're my practice subjects. Okay. And you know sometimes you actually win and then they feel shamed. Um I also go on um to, you know, look over the internet, go onto the tubes and get your bearings and remember all of the um, quests that you were doing. Cause sometimes you can forget about those quests, and you can say like, "Who is Sergeant Tibbs again? What? I don't. Wh why am I going and looking for his old sword, or or, or what, or whatnot?" Um, so I go on Thoughtbot, I react to myself to that, and I say, "Oh, okay. So I, I want to go ahead and, and uh, go and do that quest." And um, this is totally a, a consumerism, total consumerism here. But to get back into the game, I like to go shopping. So go to the auction house and find one thing that you've always wanted, like a new pair of Spalding, um, like sh like shoulder pads or like a, a you know new um, uh, gears, a gear that goes under the feet or something like that, and just just buy it. You know, don't go, don't spend all your gold, but just get something new to, to kind of commemorate the fact that you're getting back into the game. Um, and um, oh, try something, uh, particularly try something you've never tried before. The other day, I got a stave. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, 
this was just for me, but uh, my hunter was using a two-handed axe, and she had stave, but she'd never used one, so while she was out uh, questing, she actually was leveling up her stave ability. Yeah. Which is always satisfying, even if it's just something like that. You can, to see that you've increased, and you, yeah. you, you will level up real fast, because, of course, your maximum is up high if you've never used this particular mm -hmm. item. Same thing with um, professions. You know, if you don't want to go out spending any gold on um, new gear, you can go spend some gold on some supplies, um, supplies and some um, resources to up your profession. So that way, at least you feel like recipe. you're... Yeah, that, that you're going and, and you're kind of starting to move forward again um, with your character. Um, and then after about an hour, you'll feel feel late at home again, and uh, you'll you'll feel guilty for ever leaving in the first place. There's there's very definitely a a honeymoon cycle um, with World of Warcraft, and then it kind of brings you back in. Like you feel like you can leave it for a little while, and you come back, and you realize like how could I ever have left you? Um, and that kind of leads us back into like going to the the back to basics part. Right. There's a few things about. Um, World of Warcraft that I missed when I first started because I'm not a manual person. But I've been going back to the manual and reading some things, particularly about attributes. So we're going to talk a little bit about attributes because sometimes when you're picking gear, you're not really sure what attributes you want to get. So um, it's important to like understand. Like For instance, strength determines the physical power of your character. Agility improves your armor rating and your chance to dodge and attack. Um, stamina affects your hit points, no matter what class you play. And intelligence improves your mana reserves, and it has no bearing on any non-spellcasting classes. So, uh, INT is specifically for... Uh, yeah, so People if you're a rogue, you shouldn't ever get anything that has plus anything to your intellect. Intellect, right. And then spirit determines the regeneration rate for your health and mana. And a higher spirit results in a faster regeneration. I now, always looked at spirit as like the the secondary thing here, primary professions, and you have like your secondary professions. Mm -hmm. I feel like spirit was like the secondary attribute. Like it helps out everyone, but it's never the most important one. Okay. So, so that's just me, but... So I'm going to talk about, I have a helm that I want to tr trade. I have a new helm for my hunter. And I'm looking at the hunter's primary attributes, and it's agility, spirit, intellect, and stamina. Well, that's a pretty broad range. So uh, Real Fire currently has a helm, and this helm is called the Mirror Myrmidon's Helm, <laughs> and it has... 222 armor, plus 7 agility, plus 11 intellect, and plus 14 spirit, and a durability of 60 out of 60. It's male, of course, because she's a level 54 uh, hunter, so she has the male, she's uh, learned male, which you get at 40 on hunters, yes. that you train at 40 from the uh, hunter trainer. Now, she made a heavy scorbid helm, and she's had it in the bank for a while, and now she's ready to wear it. But I'm looking at the specs. The specs on the heavy scorpion helm is 258 armor. Now bear in mind that the one she's wearing now is 222 armor. And it's plus 20 stamina and plus 13 spirit. The other thing is that um, Myr Myrmidon's helm is a level 45. Mm -hmm. And I think you lose something else with the, particularly with the Burning Crusade patch. As you, if you using something that's a few levels below you. Do you know what I mean? No, I didn't know about... So, like, you can't... You should have gear that's at your level? Right. I think there's something... I'll have to look that up. We'll get back to that and maybe go focus on the show notes. But I know that there's something that you lose. I remember hearing something about Burning Crusade that if you're wearing something lower than you, there's something that it affects. But anyway, so what I did was I looked at all the uh, statistics. If you do a, you know, C, bring up your character... And uh, in the character screen, and this was something that came out with Burning Crusade, was the ability to see your base stats, your melee, your ranged, your defenses, and your spells. And um, I wanted to see how they were affected by each... We're going to put this picture in the show notes. Uh, how they were affected by wearing each um, helm. And also you can see 
what she looks like with the helm on, which I think is just as important. Mm. Oh, speaking of look like, I never noticed this before. She was in winter spring the other day, and she was, you know, winter spring is cold. There was frost coming out of her nose. Oh, yes. I thought that was so cool. So anyways, with the mer, we're going to call it the old helm and the new helm, because I seem to be having a problem with Myrmidon. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah, and with you said it correctly. Myrmidon <laughs> helm, or the old helm. Her base stats were 95 uh, strength, 154 agility, 155 stamina, 91 intellect, and 125 spirit with 2,338 armor. With the heavy scorpion helm, or the new helm, the things that change, the agility goes down to 147, that's a difference of 7. Her stamina goes up to 175, a difference of 20. Her intellect goes down 80, a difference of 90, uh, difference of 11. And her spirit goes down 1. But her armor is up 2,364, which is a difference of 26. No. So, what do you think? I've had similar kind of... Uh... Uh, with um, <laughs> with our my paladin, because paladins are very gear specific class, uh, and even if you're not a number person, um, like a number cruncher, you need to be at least aware of the numbers, and uh, sometimes things can be a little deceiving. So, for example, um, like with a uh, um, with my paladin, you want to work with uh, st- stamina is important, and strength is important, and intellect is important. And armor is important, too, because he's basically a tank. Now, you would think that um, if you had something that is, you know, less armor, that you would want to do that because you would need more armor. But sometimes you can have an item that has more armor than another, but that armor gives you more strength and more stamina. Um, So that way, even though the armor rating is less... Because you have more strength, you have a better you have a better chance of um, of blocking, or I should say, better chance of um, or more um, dam- uh, more damage that is kept from hitting you because you blocked it instead. And with the added hit points, even though you're getting more damage per hit, you live longer than if you had had higher armor. Because with the higher armor, they would have been able to um, hit you, and you would have had less damage initially. But you wouldn't have as many hit points. <laughs> Right. So there's like a fine dance that you that, that you play. Right, because I'm looking at these different statistics and I'm comparing some of the stuff. Like, for instance, with the Mirrodon helm, or the old helm, uh, her crit chance was 528. With the new one, it's down to 507. The mana regen with the old one, regen was 104. Now, that's something that I'm really um, paying attention to because I find that... I'm often running out of mana mm-hmm. in the middle of a fight. I might even have almost a full bar because, you know, my pet's taking most of the damage. But to find that my mana's going down and then, you know, I mean, you can't do anything. And of course, they start crying, I'm out of mana. My mana's dead is low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- depending on, you know, which, which character, character class you have. Yeah, so it looks like it's kind of confusing because a lot of the statistics on the old helm actually look a lot better than the new helm and that's basically because of the agility yeah well as a hunter like hunters get with their their intellect adds to their attack power as does their agility i'm gonna read intellect again oh it improves your mana mana reserve that's all it says here ah but if you're a marksman if you if you have stuff in in marksman when you're a hunter then your intellect will actually increase your attack power. Okay. All right. Well, that makes sense. Does that make sense to any, everybody else? So, the stamina, though, goes up with the new hat. She gets 175 stamina, but it's 155 on the old hat. So... What's her, what's her hit point difference? Because we don't, we don't have that there. But like that plus 20 stamina can probably give you an additional two to 300 hit points. Okay. We're... Where's the hit points? Where well, you, you, don't, you don't have them on this particular graph, but okay. just like from my experience, that's how many hit points you would that you would get. So that is like an extra couple of like it's not a critical hit that you that you can withstand. But if you're against a high level mob, they hit you for like a hundred points each time. Right. Like that's an extra two hits that you can survive. 
which sometimes when you're in like a, a down to the wire, I mean, that could mean life or death. Okay, her damage with the new helm is 199 to 261, whereas her damage with the old helm was 201. Melee damage was 201 to 260. The new helm actually brought the damage down. Down, right. On and both on both a ranged and uh, melee. Well, with hunters, hunters, like agility adds attack power to your guns or your bows as well. Okay. So intellect and the intellect and the agility, even though there's less armor and right. there's no stamina bonus, you're going to be getting a lot more damage bonus because those two affect the hunter once you start having... Um, points put into your your talent. So trees. basically, she should stick with her old helm. Well, in this case, it, it depends on what your most important thing is. If you find that you don't have, you need more hit points, then you would go with the with the new one. Okay. But but this is again one one of those things where it actually is better to have you uh, to have a lower level gear item. Right. If you want to have higher output have... for damage. Right. Okay. And or try to find something that's got the same armor and. Uh, Maybe has some, got a higher armor, but maybe it's mm-hmm. keep intellect and uh, the agility. I've actually found people like get stuck in the blue, like mm-hmm. it needs to be blue or purple oh, yeah. mentality. Yeah. But Never I've often that. come across a level 50 blue item, a level 50 green item, and a level 50 green item is better than the blue item. Right. Like okay. it may not have, it may not have like a sparkly shine to it, but it is definitely much better for that character. Well, the only other difference between those two is the fact that I think she looks better in the new one. <laughs> which, which you know, could be the deciding factor. <laughs> but, of course, she's not a belf. So, I'm, I'm blood out, so what difference does it make? I was like, a belf? I was like, what? Is that kind of like a milf? I'm like, I don't understand it. I don't know. This one looks kind of fierce. I just want to take a quick look at her hit points. And then, um, I think that's about does it. Um, you know, every once in a while, we suggest you read. I suggest you read the uh, manual. <laughs> you'd be amazed at what you'd find. Also, just remember you don't have to play a certain way. Um, next week we're gonna focus on dual boxing again because that's near and dear to my heart. And also, we are doing a contest. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, Brady Games and um. Blizzard came out with a battle chest. You know, Blizzard loves to do their little battle chest, which is really nice. They combine Burning Crusade and, um, I mean, World of Warcraft with Burning Crusade and with the Brady Games uh, guides, which are very handy to have. They have the maps of all the territories. They show you where everything is, and they also go over some of the... uh, all of the professions. They don't have the the newer stuff that was in 2.3, but they have a lot of neat stuff that's very helpful. And the best part is that both the Burning Crusade and the, uh, I mean, both the World of Warcraft and the Burning Crusade expansion are on DVDs. Yes. So, and it's just one little nice little packet, which we thought would be good for anybody who maybe just has one character now, one account, and is maybe thinking about... Um, upgrading to so now uh, just to, to digress for a second so we're looking at the hit points that's that green bar at the top mm-hmm. right? with the new with the new helm it's 2935 and with the old helm it's 2723 because the new one yeah right. yeah so that's a big difference right oh yeah it's a big difference but then but your damage goes down so but, you live longer but damage goes down right but um it looked like the and the mana before was twenty four sixty with the old with the new helm it's twenty four sixty. And with the old it's twenty six twenty five. Hmm. Because the intellect would help with that. Right. Okay. Anyways, back to the contest. What we'd like to do is hear about why you are an altaholic. Because you know we are altaholics and we'd love to hear from you, it could be written in an email, or it could be a uh, an MP3 file, which would be nice. Uh, you could even start it with, "I am a Prillian, and I'm an alcoholic," <laughs> and then tell us about it. And if we will look at the stories and judge it on originality and uh, how interesting and how much of an alcoholic you are, and if you are the best, you win the battle chest. Which is a great way for you to start 
or at um, least play with that dual boxing for a month because you'll have an account right. for 30 it days. It comes with 30 days and it comes with both the Burning Crusade and the World of Warcraft. So if you have 8 gigabytes of uh, disk space on your computer, you can install that on a separate folder. Right. So then you would have you know the ability to do it. You may have to turn some of your um, bells and whistles down a little bit. I, I run everything full. I have to tell you, World of oh, Warcraft Oh, but you're on a Mac, very, though. Sorry, um, PC people. That's um, true. I'm one of oh, those fanboys. Oh, my gosh. We've gone over an hour. I think this is our first over an hour episode. I think we did it once before. before right. But. So, anyways, back to the contest. This contest is to celebrate the one-year anniversary of Control Alt. Wow. Uh, on December 23rd of 2006, we did our first episode. So, and it's been great, and we really thank everybody, and we want to kind of reward you with this contest. So, write us at Control Alt Wow. We'll have the details at our, our website, and we'd love to hear from you. And I guess that's it. Yeah. Yep. So, from Aprilian and uh, all of my alts for the Horde, and from Glanther and all of my. Uh, uh, my uh, alts, I have to say, uh, for the Alliance. May you always be victorious. May the gates of Quel'Thalas be open to you. Always. May our paths cross again. Catch you later. Aldir Shalah. Go in peace.